Hey friend, here we are approaching near to the end of the week and I've got a question for you. How are your priorities? I'm Mike McCurry. This is Bible Tract Echoes and I reiterate again, how are your priorities? We're going to answer that question from scripture and maybe, just maybe the answer will surprise you. We're in Mark chapter number nine. As you turn there, I've got in front of me one each of every gospel tract that we have in stock right now. This is 20, 30, about 40 different gospel tracts. I'd encourage you, if you would, Go to BibleTracksInc.org, order some of these gospel tracks. Let's talk about this one for just a moment. I was just at, speaking of, you can probably hear the tape gun in the background. Uh, some folks, some dear folks are working feverishly, getting some tracks out the door while I'm speaking to you. And we're so thankful for each and every one of you that have ordered gospel tracks at Bible Tracks Incorporated. They often ask, hey, do we do we make too much noise while you're on the radio and, and talking to this microphone? Does it pick it up? And my answer is it may pick it up. Up. But what you are doing in putting these gospel tracks out is the very purpose of our ministry. And so I'm not going to tell them to stop while I'm talking to you. I, I hope you can understand that. I so appreciate the fact that we have faithful people that come in day in and day out and make this ministry run. You, you realize, of course, that I'm on the road often. I mean, even this weekend, I'll be on the road uh, preaching hither and yon, have the opportunity to do that by God's grace. But while I'm gone, even sometimes weeks at a time, time, Lord willing, towards the end of this month, I'll be in Kenya of all places, working on a laying the groundwork for a large tract project there in 2024. But while I'm doing that, there are people here on location making sure these gospel tracks go out. Speaking of, I've got this gospel track in my pocket. Actually, I've got a few of them, but I've got an extra one on my desk here. It's called I Have Plenty of Time. You know, there are a few diners, a few places around us here in near Dwight, Illinois. Small little town. Dwight's about 40, uh, 4,200, 4,400 people. Uh, Odell, that's the town the Bible tracks is in. I think the sign says it's about 900 people in our town. So it was big news when Bible tracks went in people everyone wanted to know what's going on over there but there's a little diner called cafe 110 cafe 110 they do good food there it's the only diner to my knowledge in odell small little town less than a thousand people they're only open wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday they're closed monday and tuesday and of course i always get a hankering to go over there monday or tuesday but thankfully the last time i went was actually it was just on wednesday not long ago and uh, we went in there and i try when i go to a place that I frequent often, I want to make sure I take some different gospel tracks with me because the waitress in there, she does a marvelous job. We walked in and it was absolutely slam packed full. There were only one or two tables back in the back. We walked back there. She did a great job getting our order in very quickly, even though the place was absolutely crazy. If you're ever coming through Cafe 110 for lunch and dinner, I think they're only open for dinner over the weekend. But anyway, for lunch, they have a, um, what do you call it? A uh, salad bar, which is awesome. All you can eat salad bar. You can't go wrong with that. Eat something healthy along with your unhealthy burger and all that, right? But so there we are sitting down. And I was actually with my father-in-law, the pastor of our local church here. And uh, we, he asked me, do you have a gospel track? And I knew he did as well. All he had on him was it was a pleasure to meet you, which we've used many a time there. And I had grabbed purposefully thinking, you know what? We're going over to Cafe 110. They've gotten just about every gospel track. I don't know if I've given them. I have plenty of time. And so I grabbed one of these. And funny enough, the young lady that was serving us, she was, she was a young lady. And this gospel tract 
talks about a young lady. It starts with this Bible verse, though, James 4.14. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. And then Paul Levine, the writer of this gospel tract and the founder of our ministry, he jumps into this story. A girl will call Mary was 19. She was invited to hear an evangelist who preached on how to be saved. And she said this, I don't have time for that. Besides, there'll be plenty of time for that later. She didn't have time now. She, she thought maybe another time she would accept Christ. During the next night of those meetings, she didn't come, but her car skidded out of control and slammed into another vehicle. She died instantly. Now, I don't tell you that, nor, nor did I leave this gospel track to scare people into heaven. But I will say this, death is a surety. You realize I don't trumpet this. I don't talk about my age often. I'm 31 years old. Relatively speaking, let's just say versus the average age of death in America, I am still relatively young. I'm starting to feel a little bit old and decrepit, but I'm, I realize age-wise I'm not yet. But I realize this, I'm not promised tomorrow. I realize that none of us are. And maybe you're listening right now and you say, I thought I had plenty of time, but I realized that like Mary, still a teenager, I don't. You know, one of my dear friends, Joey Watt, I got to do his wedding. His wife sadly passed away a few years ago and he met uh, some a year or so later, he met a lovely lady whose husband had passed away and they established a relationship and uh, they had both lost their loved ones and they ended up getting married and I got to do their wedding. Brother Joey Watt, maybe he wouldn't want me saying this on the radio, he just turned 70. I actually texted him on the day and said, I just heard you were turning 50 today. Is that correct? And so we shared a chuckle about that. But talking to Brother Watt, you realize at 70 years old, he is spry. He's got more energy than I do. It's incredible. He he runs a Christian school. He passes a church over there in Peoria, Illinois, does a wonderful job and is involved in all, all sorts of different things. They have, they have two or three or four conferences at their church throughout the year. You realize there is no reason whatsoever that I couldn't go to heaven before Pastor Watt. You say he, he's he's double your age. He's been married. His first marriage to his wife, a dear wife that passed away, his first marriage was longer than you've been alive, Brother Micah. Yes, friend. But there's no reason I'm promised tomorrow. None of us are. Maybe you're listening right now and you say, oh, I've got plenty of time. Do you? What guarantee do you have of that? What's to say that a, a sickness or an accident or a disease or a couldn't take you to the afterlife, to what's after this. Maybe we should be prepared. I'd recommend that for you. If you're listening right now and you don't know Christ as your Savior, but you'd like to, maybe today you'd like to know for sure where you're going, I'd love to hear from you. You can text me at 309-316-7240. I'll give that number again in just a moment. If you're listening right now, I'd love to hear, by the way, what you're thankful for. Next week on the radio, I'm going to be sharing all the different people uh, that have texted in and told me what they are thankful for. Just text me, I'm thankful for, and then text that phone number. I'll give it to you. It's 309, that's my personal cell, 309-316-7240. But you know as well as I, I'm not guaranteed to be around next week. That's my plan. My plan is to be sharing all the ways you're thankful, but 
I have no guarantee and you have no guarantee. Maybe you're listening right now, Christian friend, and in the time God has given you, you know for sure where you're going, but you've not shared it with someone else. Maybe you need to go to BibleTracksInc.org, get some of these gospel tracks today. Mark chapter number nine, verse number, let's see, verse number 33. Mark 9, 33, the Bible says this, and he, meaning Jesus, came to Capernaum and being in the house, he asked them, what was it that ye disputed among yourselves by the way? Now pause for just a moment. Let's put some context on this. Go back to verse 30. And they departed thence and passed through Galilee, and he would not that any man should know it. We talked yesterday about the fact that Jesus wanted to invest, wanted to teach his disciples. And he explained to them and taught his disciples that the Son of Man, meaning him, he was going to be delivered and he was going to die. He was going to be delivered into the hands of them that hate him, that will kill him. and He will be killed and will rise the third day. Verse number 32, though, they understood not that saying and were afraid to ask him. But along the way, you can imagine they were walking along and I've been to Israel back in 2017. Some of these mountain trails and things and these pathways uh, scarcely wide enough back in that day, especially to walk side by side. And so you can imagine Jesus up at the front going at whatever pace he wanted to. And in a long line behind him are his disciples. And while they're chit-chatting and talking, a dispute rises up. An argument takes place. And he came to Capernaum, and being in the house, he asked them, what was it that ye disputed among yourselves by the way? But they held their peace. For by the way, while they were walking, they had disputed among themselves who should be the greatest. And he sat down. And called the twelve, and saith unto them, If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last of all, and servant of all. And he took a child, and, and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said unto them, Whosoever shall receive one of such children in my name, receiveth me. And whosoever shall receive me, and whosoever shall receive me, receiveth not me, but him that sent me. Now, of course, Jesus, uh, multi-layered teaching here. But these disciples, they wanted to figure out who the best was, who the greatest was, who was going to sit on the right hand of, of God, who, who was going to be up there in the pantheon of the greatest. And Jesus, so succinctly, so clearly says, if any man desire to be first, in verse 35, the same shall be last and servant of all. Now, one of the things that I pray for specifically is to make sure my priorities, especially in my leadership, the areas that God has given me leadership, that my priorities are right, that I'm not lording over people, but that I am at its root a servant leader. I was just writing down yesterday and uh, thinking about how you know, I would want to be remembered by my colleagues, by co-laborers, by those at Bible Tracks. I I'd like to be a servant leader. You know, someone I think of when I say servant leader, someone who was a servant but is remembered so highly and in such high regard, I think of George Mueller. If you've never heard of George Mueller, I'd recommend, I, for me personally, I need to go uh, snag a biography of him and read it. It's been a while since I have. You realize he, speaking of uh, investing in children, George Mueller personally invested in and provided for over, over his lifetime, over 10,000 orphans. 
he helped and sponsored and, and helped fundraise for over 100 different schools for young children of the down and out, so much so that those that were steeped in British royalty and, and, and the aristocracy, that there were some that complained that he raised the poor above their natural station in life by educating them and, and training them and, and investing in them. That's how much of an influence he had. He upset the natural order quote-unquote, the social order at least, and how well we recall George Mueller and what he did, his prayer warrior. There'd be times that the children would sit down for breakfast and there'd be nothing to feed them, and the baker would knock on the door, unprompted, unsolicited, and would provide bread, and the, the milk truck would break down out front, and I think of him as a servant. But I wonder, will I be remembered in any way like George Mueller? Will you and I, or will we, will we get our accolades here, but afterwards we won't because we weren't a servant. How are your priorities? We'll close the broadcast tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Bible Track Decos. My prayer is you have a great day for His glory. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Decos, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.